There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you. Wow. Well, I'm doing a little set adjusting here. Uh, welcome to the Tim McKernan Show podcast from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Uh, joining me is the great Action Jackson, Virgin Pringle sauce boss. And uh, today we have a focus. Don't like that. Uncomfortable with it, but anxious mm-hmm. to uh, welcome people into the discussion live on an article in the St. Louis Business Journal. The title of the article is the following. Uh, the four biggest obstacles holding St. Louis back. So we welcome your interaction. We will uh, go through the article. Uh, just came out here uh, in, in the St. Louis Business Journal. And uh, it was sent over by a listener for QFTA gentleman named Todd. I won't give his last name. I don't think he would mind it, but uh, this is what he wrote, Jackson. Tim, huge fan of the show and have been a loyal listener for over a year. I'm also a close friend of somebody I know who he references. Uh, Saw this article in the St. Louis Business Journal, and I know this topic is something you're passionate about, as am I, and I thought I would share it with you. And so uh, I sent it over to Jackson. Jackson uh, just bought a subscription to the St. Louis Business Journal, so they got to be grateful that that we're discussing this Jackson because they just got your money dedication to the craft, but that's your, that is your dedication to the craft. So uh, we'll discuss the article for those of you who have not subscribed and I know it'll get people going. It's a topic. It's a topic that um, we have discussed on the podcast, which I guess is coming up on its fifth birthday. Uh, October 1st, 2017 is when we launched it and it's St. Louis centric issues, which I don't necessarily feel like I'm by any means an expert at all so i want to make that clear there are people infinitely more well versed i guess what makes me um i don't even know what the right word is on it uh i guess because i've talked about it and we've talked about it on the show and i grew up in the city and i lived downtown and um have been here almost all of my life and have had had those experiences of living in the county, living in the city, living in downtown St. Louis. Uh, so it's not just coming from a yeah downtown's crime ridden, you know. And I but I go there for blues games, you know that which I think is probably a a portion of the pie graph that would be substantially represented. So it's coming from some semblance of experience, um, and it's a it's a hot topic. Anytime we get into it, I thought this column uh, it roped me in, and I'm looking forward to reading it because again, it's not it's not like a take Smith. Uh, it's a survey the St. Louis Business Journal conducted um, from February 10th through the 28th. 
Uh, and it was conducted by American City Business Journal's parent company to the St. Louis Business Journal. And so uh, these four issues. And so uh, I welcome people to participate in the discussion. And of course, even if you are not uh, listening uh, live or watching live on YouTube, you can uh, email me anytime, tmckernan at insidestl.com and uh, participate in the fun and games. We are brought to you by thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, he is our studio sponsor, and I have done business with him, and I recommend him to you if you are looking to refinance or buy a home. I'm going to go look at a lot today, as a matter of fact, Jackson, so I am in, I'm in mode. I'm in mode. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. I really don't know what I'm going to do. All I know is the real estate market is crazy, and if you're going to be buying a home, you got to get pre-approved. Uh, I'm hearing these stories of people like just basically like going, okay, here it is. We'll take the best offer. And cause we know it's going to be gone within the next few hours. So put your best offer in now. You got to be pre-approved goes without saying, go to the home or get refinanced with Ryan Kelly, the home I have done both of those things here within the last couple of years with the great Ryan Kelly action. Jackson, you're a Mark Hanna of evergreen wealth strategies client. Tell the good people about Mark who is online at evergreenstl.com. I'd be more than happy to, Tim, because I am a Mark Hanna lemming. I am a huge fan of his work. I'm a huge fan of him as a person. And that's kind of how, uh, you know, our business relationship started was I would call him with TMA when he would call in. And he was just such a wonderful guy to talk to. He was wonderfully intelligent and a really wonderful human to talk to on the phone. And I would hear Tim talk about, you know, man, I wish I was when I was, you know, 23 I would have, uh, you know, you uh, like Mark Hanna. Kills me. Yeah. And, and I would hear that and I would think, well, I'm that age and I'm starting to make a little money out of college. Why don't I get in touch with Mark Hanna and, and just and just set up a call? And that's really all it is, is. Setting up a call with him is the first step in the absolute right direction, a direction that 10, 20, 30 years from now, you're going to be thanking yourself that you made the made the call. So getting in touch with someone like Mark Hanna is so important and getting in touch with someone specifically like Mark Hanna is the right move because Mark is a wonderful human being, super intelligent, cares about you individually, will tailor a plan to you. And from there, he'll give you a call about uh, probably once a year, say, hey, you got any big life adjustments, anything you want to change, anything coming up, your situation changing at all. Uh, or when that happens, you give Mark Hanna a call and he'll get you straightened out because he is the best in the business. So if you don't have a plan, if you don't have a guy, if you don't have someone you work with, give Mark Hanna a call. You'll be thankful you did. And if you already have someone, consider making the switch because Mark really is the best in the business. 314-889-0503. Go online at evergreenstl.com. I see somebody just posted in the chat, Jackson. I wish when I was 23... I took that leap and got into the Sibian refurbishment business. (laughs) If if you did, you now have some money and you can invest it with Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. That Sibian refurbishing business. (laughs) Could you imagine going to dinner at Nobu and Malibu and sitting with like the, you know, like CEO of Apple and everyone else? And you're like, what'd you do? to get the money. And he's like, Oh, I, you know, I, I made my fortune in Sibian refurbishment. <laughs> oh God. Oh, couldn't, couldn't enjoy it anymore. I also enjoy Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, Alton, Toyota. And, uh, that is where I get my cars from. And I recommend it's what you do as well. St. Louis, Acura.com, Alton, Toyota.com. It's Munganass, a wonderful sponsor of this program. We are very grateful 
for their support. They were here earlier today, as a matter of fact. I don't know what they're doing, putting Iggy's license plates on his car or something, something <laughs> incredibly important for Iggy. Uh, Jackson and I were getting our balls hazed off on balloon parties, so we missed out on it. But uh, I know they were here. St. Louis Acura.com, Alton Toyota.com. It's Munganast, sponsor and official automotive provider of the Tim McKernan Show. Uh, Jackson, when I told you that you need to use less teeth, I didn't mean to get them removed. What does that mean? I think mm. I know. I know what the first part means. Yeah. Did you get? Did you get? Oh, I, you did. You had your wisdom tooth removed. I was looking at your teeth there, and I'm going, "What's going on with your teeth?" But the wisdom. How's the wisdom tooth feeling? Hundred. I mean, I really haven't had any pain since Friday. I've been really lucky. Wow. I've been very. Wow. I've been vigilant about eating habits, and uh, you know, making sure I'm not using any straws and rinsing my mouth out a ton every day. Um, so everything's been feeling great, man. We're now officially been a week since uh, the extraction, and I feel totally cool. So hopefully everything's on the right track, and then I'll get the other three out uh, sometime this year. Which God bless America. But all is good. All is well. So thank you to that person uh, who didn't really mean to ask me how my teeth are, but uh, I appreciate it nonetheless. Uh, all right. So I want to read the um... – the column, not all of the column, of course, but uh, the title of the column that we will be discussing on today's podcast is um, St. Louis and its four biggest obstacles, according to voters. And so they took a uh, vote at the St. Louis Business Journal, St. Louis's biggest challenge. Um, and Jackson, uh, here is what came in. Uh, at you know what I'll start I'll start at the bottom. Metro East decline got a good number of votes. Looks like about fifteen percent of votes. Yep. Transportation transit challenges uh, that received about twenty percent of votes. I bet that surprises people. Um, yeah, I wouldn't think that would be at the top of anyone's mind. Yeah, um, but twenty percent. So one out of five of the people who voted. Yep. Population growth, that was more than 20%. Looks like about 22% of the votes said population growth. Uh, about a quarter of voters said Lambert. Um, about a third of voters said race slash equity slash inclusion. And then we get to the top four. Number four, attracting slash retaining talent. Number three, unified leadership slash government structure. Number two, uh, essentially downtown, the decentralization and hollowed out downtown area. And number one and number one by a comfortable margin, the region's reputation, including crime and violence. Uh, so those are the top four, according to the voters, in this poll conducted by the American City Business Journals, the parent company to the St. Louis Business Journal. And we welcome you to participate in the discussion, in the chat. We are live, but uh, we welcome people to uh, to uh, email after the fact, because this is going up as a podcast. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. I see Gareth uh, is actually the one, your buddy uh, Jackson is the one who was talking about your teeth. Oh, nice. Hey, Gare. What's the word, buddy? So you use your teeth with him? Ah, uh, well, I wasn't planning on putting that out there, uh, you know, to the general public. But now that it's out there, I guess. Yeah, I guess. It's, wow. 
it's it's freeing. It's freeing to to it's live my truth. To live my truth. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about the article, and uh, we welcome people, like I said, to uh, interact uh, throughout the course of the uh, the discussion. Uh, and um, with 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 regards to the crime element, um, that was by far number one. Now, interestingly enough, something that was written with regards to crime was this: showcase the advantages of the region with confidence whether that rather than apologize for what we may be lacking this is a great place to live work and play and if we don't start believing that it will be difficult to convince those we're recruiting work to improve our image as a welcoming community to relocate particularly for immigrant families press for realistic and lasting changes to our immigration policies drop political factions and fractures come together to find solutions and get going on them publicize success grow it and nurture it why is it that we can't all come together to celebrate a World Series or Star. Why is it that we can come together to celebrate a World Series or Stanley Cup yet be so divided? We've got to get initiatives we can all get behind and celebrate. Uh, that was uh, with regards to uh, the reputation of St. Louis and not necessarily focused on crime. Uh, and again, that's just one of the voters and what their comments comments were. But they placed these under the 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 uh, each section and this one on the crime. Uh, so with regards to St. Louis is known as an innovation and forward thinking community. They gave people the option of strongly disagree, somewhat disagree, somewhat agree and strongly agree. And on that one, uh, Jackson, um, St. Louis is a is known as an innovation and forward thinking community. If I give you the four options of strongly disagree, somewhat disagree, somewhat agree, strongly agree, what would your answer be i would say somewhat agree uh that st louis is known as an innovation and forward-thinking community mm, yeah some yeah probably actually somewhat disagree somewhat disagree because i don't i think well it wasn't hard to bet you off that hand well the i, I didn't forward-thinking community i was right when you said that i thought of innovation and i i think there is moments of innovation especially when it comes to tech but forward thinking less so. So my, my actual answer on this, and they do address this in the, in the, in the article is I think when it gets down to it, if you ask people around the country about St. Louis, I think most don't really have an opinion. I think a lot wouldn't even really think anything one way or the other. Sure. Others would go, Oh, that's the, you know, baseball city. Um, Oh, that's the place with the arch. I just don't think, I think the crime thing might be something that is looked into by those who live here or by those who may be in a position where their company is considering moving here or they themselves are considering moving here because of an opportunity. I think that's when it comes into play. I think it's there, but I don't think it's as much nationally as we think about it locally. So therefore, my answer is somewhat disagree because I just don't think most people around the country just even think about it. Like, what are the issues going on in Cincinnati, for example? I just don't think about it. I know they lost right. the Super Bowl. You know, right. what are the issues going on in Portland, Oregon, or, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico? I just, I don't think about it. Um, so it's just, I, don't, I just don't think it's at the forefront of people's minds. And yet, if you were to go into those cities, they go, oh my God, you don't know about this. So that's why I say somewhat disagree. If you were to say St. Louis to St. Louisans is known as an innovative, and forward-thinking community, I can't, I mean, I would say strongly disagree, and I don't even know how there could be a 
<laughs> I don't even know how there could possibly be even more than 5% of the people who would say otherwise. But nationally, I just think it's kind of like a, what? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't been there. Or I flew through there and, you know, it seemed nice or whatever. Uh, outsiders don't have a positive or negative impression of St. Louis. And that's what we get to. Uh, strongly disagree. Uh, won this one with somewhat disagree. So it was more than 75% either strongly disagreed or somewhat disagreed. Outsiders dealt with the notion that outsiders don't have a positive or negative impression of St. Louis. And I just don't think people really think about it. What do you right. think that Jackson? Yeah, I think, like you said, kind of like with these, especially Midwestern you know, Rust Belt in a sense cities, you know, I think there's like, a, I think people have a general idea of all of those cities, not necessarily one individually. Like I think if you ask someone from New York or LA, what they thought of Kansas city, Cleveland, St. Louis, and uh, Pittsburgh might not be like, or Detroit, they would have a similar answer to all of those. They might encapsulate them all in a similar uh, category, less so than each one individually. I think that's a, I think that's a fair assessment. And I think that's right on St. Louisans think worse of St. Louis than outsiders do uh, strongly disagree. Got about 25% of the vote somewhat disagree. looks like it got about 40% of the vote. Um, and then the remaining 35% chopped up as somewhat agree. And then about 15% of that 35% is uh, strongly agree. Um, and I think that becomes a narrative that St. Louis is self-loathing, but I feel like that's more of a social media thing. I don't know if that's necessarily, if you're having a conversation with someone, you know, my conversations when it gets down to it about St. Louis is what I always say, well, not always, but over the last couple of years, I would buy stock in St. Louis. Now I want to reemphasize when I, when I say that, that I'm coming at it from how would I, you know, if I were trading, you know, if I were acquiring an asset, when do you want to acquire? When do you want to buy? You want to buy when its price is low. You don't want to buy when its price is high. And St. Louis's price is probably about as low as it's been in a long time. And therefore, this would be a good time to buy. Now, of course, you also buy if you believe there is going to be an improvement. And I think that there are conditions that would allow for St. Louis to have an improvement to give me a return on investment on my buy. But it doesn't mean that means St. Louis is going to turn into the 2020s version of Nashville. So I want to make sure that I clarify when I say I would buy St. Louis what that means. I view it as um, a value buy. Buying Nashville or Austin, Texas right now, for example, would be an ill-advised purchase, not because they're on a great trajectory, but because their price has never been higher. It's like buying real estate in Florida right now. I mean, the price has never been higher. So that's what I'm talking about when I say that, just for the purpose of clarification. Uh, with that said, one of the things that was brought up is one of the biggest issues. Um, the one, the crime one was an obvious one. Uh, downtown to me is one where I could go back and forth on it, but I think it kind of plays into... Um, the one that surprised me that it was in there in unified leadership and government structure, that doesn't surprise me. It's in there, but it's one I feel really strong about and that's attracting and retaining talent. And I felt strongly about that going back to the late 1990s, early two thousands, when it was, when it was my generation that was uh, in our late teens and early twenties and more often than not Jackson. And I don't know what you can speak to with your, uh, whether it be high school or college peers, but more often than not, um, 
St. Louis would lose our best and brightest to Chicago, certainly would be one of yeah. the most often uh, places people would move to. But take your pick of other bigger cities or in some case, smaller cities, but that were that was moving in a, a better direction than St. Louis. So I love the fact that this got as many votes as it did. And it got more than 40 percent of votes, because to me, if you attract and retain talent, you then highly increase the probability of tending to two of the problems that received the most votes. And that is the region's reputation, including crime and violence, and then the decentralization hollowed out downtown area. How? Well, my answer to that is one of the biggest issues for downtown is that there is a lack of a residential presence. Now, I don't expect that to all of a sudden change, but who wants to live downtown? It's not people with families, and that's the case throughout the country, even in a Manhattan. Uh, it's, it's not like you have families all over the place. So who's going to live downtown? It's going to be young, usually either single people or people without children. And when I lived downtown on Washington Avenue, that certainly was the case. Some empty nesters, but but more often than not, people's in their people in their 20s and 30s. And so if you can attract and or retain talent, professional minded people focused on their careers or they have moved here to focus on their careers, uh, oftentimes they want to be around some semblance of energy and not necessarily in a suburb with families. And if you do have those people and they are living downtown, then obviously it tends to the downtown hollowed out element that received about two out of three votes, 66%. And then in turn, it will play a role in the crime violence issue uh, that isn't by any means limited to downtown. It probably, if anything, isn't necessarily all downtown when people think of it. But I know that a lot of people who are voting in the Central Corridor, they're picturing feeling unsafe when they go to a Cardinal game or a Blues game, because that's really where their experiences with downtown are limited to. But I can tell you, when I lived on downtown in downtown in 2009 through 2012, we just didn't think about crime. It, and, and I know that I know that might sound like a, a like a time capsule, but it was only a decade ago, and we just didn't. This has become a relatively recent phenomenon with regards to the fear that exists with people with regard to downtown and the intensity of it. The fear of downtown has been around. The intensity of it, to me, is a recent phenomenon. So if you can attract younger people who want to live here, work here, or just live here because it's affordable, but still, you know, be working for a company in New York City, uh, but you can make, you know, God, I mean, you make six figures in St. Louis because the cost of living is, uh, you know, so low in comparison to some cities on the coast, you, you position yourself quite well. And so remote working, I think, opens up that opportunity. But younger people want some sense of a social life and energy. And that is where the downtown element uh, recently here over the last, I'd say, eight years has been lacking. Now, you're 24 years old. You can speak to this with a more, um, you know, boots on the ground, so to speak, perspective, Jackson. What do you think? Well, I think that in that sense, I would say I have a few friends after college who came who weren't from here who returned here to, uh, to, to live here. But I have a ton of friends from both high school and college who have left St. Louis and don't plan on returning anytime. Yeah. Uh, I will say that 
mostly Chicago, Boston. Uh, those those areas are very popular. Charlotte is becoming more and more popular, but uh, yeah. but especially for people in finance. But uh, it is it, and the people who are still here are actively not everyone, but actively trying to find another place to live. Um, really, is that right? Yeah. yeah, I have a couple friends who are like essentially like in purgatory between like. Yeah, I have a job that's like either remote or the office is located differently and I'm living here to save up some money, but I will be moving soon. Um, and that was really the case like my first year out of college. Like I probably had a lot of friends who lived here, but were in the process of moving. And now uh, and I only have one friend who has like bought a house here and planted roots. So it's it's certainly people. A lot of people are you know up in the air about where they're going to live for the next five years. But uh, the people who do live here, they like it. But it, and also, and then somewhat encouraging, almost everyone who I know who's come here or staying here is living in the city or trying to move to the city. Um, so I think that when but you say not, the city, though, you're not talking downtown. about right, not, which is which. Downtown. By the way, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I, right. I grew up on Tam Avenue, uh, lived downtown, but you know, I mean, Tam Avenue, while it is certainly in the city, right. Um, it's not downtown. Right. But I also recognize that, you know, if you grew up in the county and especially certain portions of the county where you, you go to city, are you thinking that I like, you know, like you picture a Bronx tale with Robert De Niro? And that's not that's not what it was. It's basically a suburb in the city. That's that's how yeah. I would describe the neighborhood I grew up in. And yeah. you are you are on the hill. A lot of younger people live in Soulard. Yep. Uh, Tower Grove. Grove certainly experiencing an incredible amount of growth. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Grove is great. Uh, Soulard, you know, it's not downtown by any means, but it is. I mean, that's 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 very close, and you know, you're you're in walking distance of a lot of downtown areas when you're in Soulard. Um, so that, but it's definitely not, you know, down when you think downtown, you don't necessarily think Soulard. Um, uh, let me read some of because I told people to to go ahead and leave their uh, comments, and you can do so for those of you watching in YouTube or where we have posted on Twitter. And on Facebook, uh, just reading a couple that came in. Number one, crime rate perception. Number two, leaders pandering to voters rather than having ideas. Number three, racial divide and distrust of police. Number four, government bureaucracy. 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 My goodness. Uh, and then another one, crime perception. Number two, provincialism and how it impacts attracting new educated transplants. That's great to see that people are talking about that. That's one that I feel strongly about, but I feel like it's kind of a an under the radar one um, that I just don't think most people would even think of, honestly, because in a way, in order to do it, and it's not like I've lived, you know, um, in other cities. Uh, I've traveled, but it's not like I've lived in other cities and I feel like, and maybe I'm off the mark on this, um, that relative to other people in, I, I, I don't think, I don't think a lot of St. Louisans are as well traveled as take your pick of other communities and other top 25 markets. Uh, and I'm not talking about international travel, which I basically am limited to, you know, the, well, I've never been to the Eastern hemisphere at all. Uh, and I'm limited to like Canada, Mexico and some Caribbean islands. So it's not like I am uh, an expert on international, but uh, domestically to see New York City, uh, to see L.A., 
Seattle, Miami, you know, whatever the case might be. I think there's a lot of Kansas City and there's a lot of Chicago, but uh, the difference in the ways of life and then to see that the sun does not rise to the east of the arch and set over 270, that there is a whole world out there and St. Louis is unique. And whether one likes it or not, it is certainly unique and one might like it and stay here all their lives might one might just get comfortable and therefore they're expected to stay here their families will pressure them to stay here um or people like you're talking about jackson might want to move on but um i think that that factors into it and i think that uh, that lack of experience from around the country with travel oftentimes plays a role in thinking that what goes on here is how it goes on in most places and um I know Mark Montavani has been a guest on this podcast a few times, and he talked about how he um, got a fellowship at Harvard and it was on. I can't recall what the, 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 the focus was, but it had something to do with urban development. And he introduced himself to uh, the professor after one of the lectures and said, I'm from St. Louis. And he goes, oh, my. He goes, that is the worst one of them all <laughs> when oh, it's talking man. about <laughs> the um, organization, the infrastructure um, from a governmental side. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah. certainly is a part of it. And it's interesting. And in this article in the St. Louis Business Journal, uh, and by the way, let me finish off with this gentleman uh, put in, provincialism being number two, racial history number three, lack of bi-state coordination, only building west and not really north or east. That's a good, anytime I talk about St. Louis, I talk about the region. Um, I think oftentimes the fact that there are rivers wind up dividing a group of people who all live pretty close to each other, but are viewed as in different worlds because they're either in St. Charles County or Jefferson County or take your pick of Madison, St. Clair County uh, or St. Louis County, St. Louis City. And we have a region of three million people. It's a powerful region. But as one would say, uh, divided, we are really weaker, but together we are stronger. And so right now, I think that it's quite interesting that so many people in this St. Louis Business Journal article mentioned and voted for the government setup of St. Louis as being one of the four biggest reasons for St. Louis uh, struggling. And then you go, okay, well, if that's the case, if people feel that strongly about it, then why isn't something done about it? And what I would point out, and Jackson, I was saying this to you before we got underway, well, who voted on this? This wasn't let's get a sample size representative of the St. Louis metropolitan area and make sure we have X amount of this demographic and Y amount of this demographic. This is from St. Louis Business Journal readers who voted. And if you are a St. Louis, I'm not this isn't chastising the St. Louis Business Journal. I suppose one could say it's a compliment. If you are a St. Louis Business Journal reader, then what are you interested in? the business of St. Louis. And if you're interested right. in the business of St. Louis, you are most likely coming at this from a different angle than somebody who might be getting a government job by yeah. being, you know, the mayor of take your pick of whatever municipality uh, that exists as you drive through 30 of them to go to the airport. Yeah. So that to me uh, is not necessarily an indication of how the metropolitan areas people feel but how people who are business people or interested in the commerce and the economy of the city uh, feel. Your thoughts on that, sir? Yeah. Yeah, I think huh, that's a tough one. 
I'm kind of blanking at the moment. I, I really am. I just I, were you I, watching Lakers highlights? If you were, it's fine. Just tell me. I know you're no ADD is just crushing me at the moment. And oh no! I, Let me talk I, you through this, baby. Let me talk you through this. Oh, you're, if I blank, you're a prince of a, you're a prince of a man. If I blank for thirty seconds on a on a not even thirty seconds, three seconds on a topic, I'll completely lose my train of thought. God, I wish this would happen on 101 ESPN, and I just all I oh, it was, did. It yeah, happened. It San did. Francisco 49. Oh, is that right? Really? Yeah, that's what in ADD. your head. I, I thought it was like something came in my mind and I didn't think of anything. Well, here is uh, it really to, fell flat on my face there. That's, that's fine. Nearly 60 percent of business journal readers who responded to our survey identified the need for unified leadership or government structure as one of our four biggest issues holding the region back. So but again, now one might hear that and go, man, 60 percent of the St. Louisans and including people in the Metro East, St. Charles County, Jefferson County, wherever you want to go, that's in the metropolitan area. You travel around the country and you say, where are you from? You don't say I'm from Kirkwood. You say I'm from St. Louis. Right. Uh, that you go six out of 10 people, man, we ought to do something. But I don't necessarily think I think because 60 percent of business journal readers identified that way. I don't know if you'd necessarily get 60 percent of St. Louisans if you were to do a Gallup poll on it. With that said, I don't really know if St. Louis can optimize its potential in its current government structure. I do wonder, which I've said on the podcast recently, and, I, and I'm open to hearing opinions that, that probably would, well, not probably would counter mine. And I am not as sure that St. Louis cannot thrive um, with, with having a downtown that just is kind of a whatever. And that is certainly what our downtown is right now. At the same time, I suppose one of the counters to that would go into what we were talking about in the earlier portion of the discussion, and that is attracting younger people. And younger people um, who are relocating, who are 25, 30 years old and not married, but starting to make some money, they don't want to live in more often than not take your pick of whatever suburb. Um, mm -hmm. And so... You know, is it a chicken and egg thing on that? And I just, I just, you know, I go back to some places around the country. And I guess when I say them, I think of more places that are on the West Coast or, you know, in the case of Phoenix, um, you know, certainly the Western portion of the U.S. Yeah. They don't necessarily have great downtowns, but certainly have thriving regions. And I'm just not sure. I haven't been to Houston in a while. And that's a that's a monster city similar to Phoenix, one of the ones I'm thinking of. But when I was in Houston, uh, I certainly wasn't like, man, this downtown's incredible. If anything, I thought downtown was dead, but it's a huge city. Now, it's been a while since I've been there. So I'm just not as sure on that. I think if you can have thriving areas, um, you know, Atlanta, for example, again, this has been a few years, but Buckhead was the big area in Atlanta, yeah. you know, and, and I don't necessarily know downtown Atlanta. And where are they building stadiums there? You know, it's not like they're like, oh, we've got to be downtown. They specifically yeah. moved away from Turner Field, which was only 21 years old, and they moved into what became SunTrust. And I don't know what it's called now, but uh, either way, I'm just not as sure on that. And sometimes I wonder if that is dogma and if it, we wouldn't be better off if we just go, okay, it isn't happening. But we do have millions of people, millions of people, um, and it's not a million, some plenty of whom who are doing quite well for themselves 
and it doesn't need to be downtown. Now, again, I want to make this, this isn't like a take and I'm screaming and shouting about it. It's just one of those things. And this is coming from somebody who really was a big downtown believer and was a downtown resident. I, I guess what I'm saying is this, I don't know if it's fixable. And I, and I and I wonder if we spend so much time trying to fix something that is not fixable that we're throwing good money after bad. That's that's what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, the St. Louis might be more, again, to say Phoenix, it's just not a good comparison because Phoenix has so much land mass and you have Scottsdale way over here and Glendale way over here and Tempe and all these areas that are in Phoenix. But do you need it to be downtown St. Louis for it to work? You know, can there be other areas that younger people want to be in that aren't necessarily downtown? Um, because I do think the two are related. But the one that I can't move off of is the government structure. Hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know where people, you know, some people push back on this. I don't know where people are on it. And I would ask people, and I know, obviously, seeing the numbers, plenty of people are, are involved in this conversation live right now. Who in whether it be local politics or or statewide, whether you're in, in Illinois or in Missouri and you're watching this, do you go, I look at that person as somebody who is currently in office and I have a great deal of belief in or somebody who you would like to see uh, hold office and feel like they can make an impact? So when it comes to economic elements, certainly that can be chicken and egg when it comes to government policy and what communities can do to attract and or retain both talent and businesses. But when it comes to the makeup of the city of St. Louis and the region's governmental structure, that is going to have to be a politician in a position of leadership. And if you have as many people as we do who are interested in seeing that change, um, man, wouldn't it be nice if we could actually see that happening? Because these things that have transpired in, for example, Nashville, Indianapolis would be another one. I think Louisville had a similar thing. And these are cities when I was growing up, Jackson, that were, you know, again, you know, if you're like judging your self-worth based on what city you happen to be born into, that's right. an odd way to do it. But I can tell you, growing up in the 1980s and 1990s, you, if you were ranking cities, St. Louis was in another world versus Indianapolis, Louisville, and Nashville. And now I don't think many people would put St. Louis in the same category as Nashville. At the same time, Nashville has gone on this ridiculous trajectory. So I do feel strongly about uh, the governmental structure thing. I don't know what can realistically be done better together. Failed, didn't even get close to getting on the ballot. Uh, there are more efforts for change on that. Um, I'll be anxious to see what happens with the county executive race. That was a substantial development yesterday that could make it more difficult for Sam Page to continue working as an anesthesiologist as well as county executive. And that might shake things up with regards to that. Um, some people think of Tashara Jones and go, oh, man, I have absolutely no faith in her. And then at the same time, she has people who are passionately fans of hers. Um, I think the key from my standpoint is you want somebody in there who's like, I don't really give a damn. I just know what we're doing is it's not working. And so we're going to make some changes and, you know, we're going to do what we believe uh, is in the best interests of the region. And if it makes me unpopular, it makes me unpopular. But when it's all said and done 10 years from now, you'll be glad that I was here. That's the kind of leadership that I think we need, because when it's at this point, you need uh, change. And oftentimes St. Louis is resistant to that. All right. I have been going on and on and on, Jackson, as I am one to do. Anything you would like to include? Sure. Yeah, I think uh, more so with the, the need for a downtown, I think in a perfect world, 
you know, obviously we would love to have a vibrant downtown that people not only lived in, but would go to often and there'd be, you know, be a hub of business and commerce. Yeah. But I, th I think the idea of downtowns is almost antiquated in a sense. You know, I think if you go back to, you know, earlier times in our country, it was where town halls were, it's where government offices are and still mostly are. And so it was a, pl a place for people to go and a, a, a city center where people would congregate. And, and I think that was great and it was necessary, but with technology and the way our culture has evolved, it's not really as necessary. Uh, but I think in a perfect world, it would be really great to have uh, that. Yeah. But I don't know. But like you said, if if it's going to if if we've shown how difficult it is to create that, essentially, is it worth that where resources and more so money could be allocated to f for bettering other aspects of the city, the region of St. Louis? And I think you're spot on when you're talking about not just talking about the city, not just talking about the county, not just talking about St. Charles or the Metro East. It's all one region. When you look at Chicago, when you talk Chicago, you were talking about basically all of northeastern Illinois. Yeah. Chicago parts, land, as it's known. Yeah, exactly. In parts of like South Wisconsin, even. So, and they are all incorporated into that. And so I think, you know, that you have to, you can't just think so narrowly, even when you're talking about something as narrow as just one region. You have to think of it as a whole and what it can offer and what needs improvement. And so when you look at that, you know, obviously downtown would be great to fix and and for that to be, you know, an idealistic uh, place where it might have been 30, 40 years ago. But at the end of the day, it might not be necessary uh, to have a, a, a vibrant region. And so I think we have to start thinking more broadly about that, less so about just one area. Your thoughts are welcome and participate in the discussion. And you are listening to this on a podcast and not live. You can email me, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Again, for those of you just joining us, uh, the article is uh, in the St. Louis Business Journal. They did a survey of readers on the four biggest issues holding St. Louis back, uh, as they call it, the four toughest challenges and that's uh at uh the st louis business journal website is where you can read it james carlton of the carlton state farm insurance agency is my insurance agent i recommend he become yours as well 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net he is local he is in webster groves he is my insurance agent he has a growing staff which means you call during business hours you're going to get taken care of with the best in the business. And that's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. And I say the same thing because I'm a client about design air, heating and cooling online at designairservice.com. That's Seth Goldcamp and his outstanding staff of service techs. You go to designairservice.com and click on the book now tab and you are instantaneously communicating with a service tech at Design Air Heating and Cooling. And man, so many of our listeners have worked with them and they are kind of in shock with how quickly somebody from Design Air Heating and Cooling comes out and works with them. Uh, it's Design Air Heating and Cooling, the official HVAC provider of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. And I am a very loyal and happy client. All right, let me read some more comments here. Action Jackson. Uh, too many municipalities lead to a lack of cohesion for planning and development. Inability for community as a whole to discuss and find solutions to the economic class and racial divides that seem so prominent in the St. Louis area. Number three, the biggest piece of prime downtown real estate is a national park that has inhibited the ability to use riverfront area as an asset. How about that? Don't hear yeah, that one too often. Yeah. Number four, it seems as though there is a lack of forethought 
to the metropolitan area as a whole that keeps the counties on both sides of the river separated from and competing against each other. I like that idea. Um, and in the article, something that I thought was awfully intriguing um, with regard to the uh, unified leadership uh, questions, uh, this was, uh, I believe, somebody who says they are a business owner. A combined region would improve crime statistics as they would be based on whole region and not just the city. Several other cities like Nashville have grown and have a good reputation by outsiders by working for the good of the entire region, by setting aside single agendas, being willing to accept differing needs, but looking for common ground and common goals. Most importantly, communicating together in one voice. The biggest problem with Better Together is it was top down, not bottom up. You need to have community buy-in, and that means spending time listening to understand needs before setting the common goals. Create an across-the-board way of doing business in the region rather than a business having to make adjustments for each community it serves. So there is an example of uh, somebody comparing and contrasting, and understandably so, uh, Nashville and St. Louis and what has transpired there versus what has transpired here when when jackson when these people say that they are leaving and they are uh uh-huh. friends of yours peers of yours what is what is the reason they give for wanting to leave um well a lot of it is due to their job and to be fair a lot of them their offices are based out of these places but they're also searching for jobs outside of st louis um and during the pandemic they couldn't have been as picky but those who had that opportunity to be picky we're certainly picking outside of St. Louis. I think a lot of it is because, and you know, it could be skewed because my my friend group in high school obviously mostly grew up in Ladue. I, I grew up in Olivet, so a lot of my friends are from Olivet. But when you grow up in a suburb like that, where you know you really only go downtown in high school uh, for Cardinal or Blues games, uh, or the you know Forest Park, not downtown but the city. Um, you know, they kind of wanted to, you know, go and live in Chicago. And especially my friends at Mizzou who had, we have friends from Chicago. We go visit Chicago. They're like, man, I like the vibe down here. It's a youthful vibe. I think that's a lot of it too, is that there isn't a youthful vibe in a lot of areas in St. Louis. It is in Sioux and Central West End and uh, the Grove and Tower Grove. But other than that, you know, a lot of the areas don't have that youthful vibe. Um, it has a great family vibe. But when you're 23, 24, you're looking for a more youthful vibe in cities like Chicago, cities like Boston, cities like Nashville can offer that more so than St. Louis. So they were more looking for a place to live in uh, a, uh, like a, more of a city area, uh, but with more things to do and younger people around them. I uh, got this in the chat. I don't view downtown as a place for people to live. I view downtown as a place to go for sports and to see the arch. The city has plenty of nice areas to live. Central West End, St. Louis Hills, etc. Jim Cavanaugh would be amazing, I think, as a person that could lead the region. He has done an amazing job leading worldwide technology over the last 30 years and seems to have uh, seems to want to have the region thrive. I agree. There's a guy. I mean, that's one of the, you know, you can't name a whole bunch, but that is one who has built a huge business and kept it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would agree with that. You know, in, in that case, uh, he is still in the mode of, uh, you know, leading a huge company, and I can't imagine would want to be in a, a, a governmental role. Mm-hmm. Um, but as uh, somebody who could be front and center, you know, one of the things that my 
dad talked about going back to like, I don't even know, but certainly I remember hearing about it in the 1980s. So I would imagine it was going on before then is there was a, there was a core group of people. One of the people uh, was Bob Highland who ran KMOX. Um, and you knew this core group of people was, even though they weren't holding office, that they were going to fight for St. Louis. And that has uh, nationally, and that has um, that has gone by the wayside in uh, in recent years. Guys, I think uh, city earnings tax has hurt the growth of downtown. Why have a business downtown when you can have an office in Clayton or out west? More offices downtown, more people live downtown. Um, yeah, that's city earnings tax. The issue is you have a declining population, and so you can't then cut top line because you're already operating at a deficit. And then now you cut your one of your sources of revenue, that one percent city earnings tax, and now you now you've declined your revenue. I get where you're. I, I, listen, as somebody who paid it, um, you know, uh, both when I had inside STL there and when I lived there, uh, I can I I certainly understand it. It's it's most definitely not an attractive thing. Uh, and I get where you're coming from. Your thoughts are welcome. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Really recommend reading this article. I, I enjoyed reading it. Um, and some eye-opening data as far as the responses. But the one thing I would keep hammering, and it's not anybody's fault, but I think it's only fair to point out, the St. Louis Business Journal readers' votes, I don't think are necessarily reflective of what would most likely be the votes of the average St. Louisan. Um, and that's not a shot. It's just a, it's just an option. I, I say it about when we do polls for TMA. I mean, our, we know what our audience is and it's certainly not reflective of the St. Louis population. It's reflective of, of our audience, but that's only right. of the uh, demographic. So I, that, it's just an observation to drive home. So you can't say 60% of St. Louisans want, you know, the government to be upended and, and have a new infrastructure. I think a large portion of St. Louisans feel that way. I don't know if you would get to 60% if you were just doing a, a Gallup poll of, you know, mm-hmm. anybody, not just people in the St. Louis city area. Well, I'm sure we'll carry this over to next week's episode. Uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com is how you can participate. Write long ones if you want. It's fine with me. Uh, you are always welcome to participate in the discussion for QFTA. For Action Jackson, I am Tim McKernan. Thank you for listening to and or watching the Tim McKernan Show from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Peloton, let's go. This holiday... With the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you.